This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. Get in, loser! Mean Girls is now streaming on Paramount Plus. Join Katie Heron as she meets the plastics and Tina Fey's new twist on the modern classic. Get ready for more of the rumors, backstabbing, and jokes you loved from the original movie with some fetch surprises. Rated PG 13. Wear pink and head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Hi everybody, it's Chad of the Wild. Uh, in this season, we're playing through The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. Uh, in our last episode, we had made the decision based on the folks in our Discord voting on which direction we should go, and that was to the Gerudo. Uh, though admittedly, I think we ended up pushing the scale a little bit um, just because it was kind of split even uh, among the, the listeners in the Discord that we're voting. Mm. Um, sure. Yeah. It, it felt that way to me, at least. <laughs> it's completely fair. <laughs> it's fair and balanced, mm-hmm. Jeremy. Um, I mean, hey, our vote counts too, right? Like, we're the ones... I mean, <laughs> I, I don't want to argue that our vote should count more because we're the ones actually doing it, but our vote counts the same. So, there you go. <laughs> I will say, um, after having spent so much time in the cold region, I felt very well equipped to go to the warm region. So, <laughs> I'm not mad about it. Right. So, we are going to, in this episode, we are going to be talking about the region just north of the Gerudo Desert, uh, the Gerudo Highlands, which still is just cold, right? Yeah, like we, more that cold. Is, yeah, it, 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 it was kind of surprising where I was like, okay, let's get ready to do this. Oh, wait, no. It's still, everything is really cold here. Yeah. I got to put my warm hat back on. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this um, time I, uh, it was cold for me, but I did it with clothes on. So I didn't have to worry about any silly nonsense and could just kill things. Um, well, Brian, I did want to talk to you a bit about this because what I've been doing is I go and put a gem on a shield because uh, mm-hmm. I'm not a big shield user. And so that alone has let me balance my my body temp fairly well in these things where I have a a um a warm shield a warm, a warm shield warm and a cold shield. shield. Yeah, and I just like if he starts shivering, I just like pop on the red one. If he mm-hmm. you know starts sweating, I pop on the blue one and I get a pretty decent balance. There's a, there are the extremes, but that's going to be in the next episode when we that's get further pretty in good, the desert. Though. So you can keep the re- you can you can keep your uh nakers in a way, because shields don't well, count, right? It's it's oh shields, yeah, definitely don't count. Hats sort of don't count, but uh, I only I've only made that rule in this game because it, even if I'm wearing a hat or I have my bandana on or whatever, um, it doesn't matter. They will roast you for being naked. Everyone, everyone in this game. <laughs> in the last game, it was like some people would mention it. Every single person has a bit of dialogue about how how stupid you are for for not having clothes on. They really care. It's it's funny. <laughs> fashion has taken over Hyrule. Yeah. Fashion is important. Yeah, sort of dystopian way. Mm-hmm. Um, there, we have not. There is something we have not talked about that I am sorry, listeners, because we said we were going to talk about this like two episodes ago, and we haven't. And that is the great fairies. Yeah. Um, yeah. Technically, technically, they are outside of the regions we were covering, but we did want to make an exception for this to reach out to the the group that started that quest. 
because three of the four of us would really like to upgrade some clothes. Um, I guess Brian, you could you you'd upgrade your hat, right? I have so all four great that. fairies. Um, well, that's not what we're talking about right now. <laughs> we're just talking about great fairies in general. All of my clothes were were as upgraded as possible, even though I was not wearing them. But yeah. Um, recently, because we went to this area, I was able to get the fourth. I should have I should have known that when I we, when I said to the group of like, okay, we're going to make an exception. Let's go to a great fairy. And Brian hears, let's go to the great fairies. <laughs> no, no, because uh, we made an exception for one of them because it was right over the border. Mm. And then the other yes. two have the other two were in areas we could go to. And, one of them uh, is so in the f- an area. Two one of them, of them o- one tech- of only one of them is technically in the area that we are. Okay. Technically, going now two of them are in the areas that we are going to. Yeah. Um, okay. Because there's one in the Garuda area. So. Yeah, which I don't know. Have I even? I don't even know if I've done the Garuda one. Um, yeah, because there's there's one, that one in the there's one in the <laughs> South Hyrule field that we haven't technically covered because that's not it's so hard to talk about some of these things. Especially mm-hmm. it, Hyrule field is the difficult part because there's Hyrule field and then there's South Hyrule field. We have not actually talked about South Hyrule field because that includes I, the Great Plateau. Yes, I feel so much better because I have not gone into South Hyrule field and I keep being like, am I supposed to have explored this? Like. <laughs> Not yet. I would, Do we I care would like about make... South Central or? I accidentally unlocked it because I was, I, I had I had accidentally unlocked towers twice now, though technically the other one was the Gerudo one mm-hmm. and we were going to do it anyway in, the, in this gr- batch of recordings and behind the scenes stuff here. But I had done it, did the quest for it, and then the map opens up and I'm like, that's not what I wanted. That's not the one. <laughs> <laughs> so there BC I have had the same issue like where but but mine's different where my map is open to it and it looks it's just a sliver but that we need to we need to move on for that we mm-hmm. will be covering that probably we'll be covering that after the Gerudo yes I was going to make an argument for that yes uh but let's talk about the fairies so um they're a little bit different this time in Breath of the Wild you just go up to the fairies and then you paid money for them to open up and upgrade yeah, to show them you love them. This time, money isn't going to do it for them. Uh, I mean, it will later, but mm. uh, this time they 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 don't trust the way the world is because apparently Zelda had gone around to each of them to be like, "Hey, stuff's going down. It's bad Y'all out here wanna... right now. <laughs> yeah, maybe you Y'all should hide. Go, down... <laughs> go into your bunkers." Um and hide. <laughs> the move, end of the world is even. coming. <laughs> I don't know. Did they? Did she tell them to move, or did they move already? Some of them moved um, already. Um, okay. I don't think any of them. She specifically was like, "You need to leave." I think one of them was like, <laughs> "Yeah, it's bad here." So I decided to come over here instead because it might be a little better. And I like music. Yeah, one of them specifically was like, "I like the band that plays here," so I decided to come mm-hmm. down here instead. But now they, they left, they... and now I'm sad. <laughs> They, they, I thought maybe not all of them are just like, I want to be closer to people mm-hmm. and stables are where people are. So, mm-hmm. yeah, um, this starts a quest for us. One that we had talked about in a previous episode that we found one of the musicians, mm-hmm. but now there we find out that there is a traveling band that, um, has been going from town to town to do all this stuff, but their wagon broke. Yeah, yeah. 
Uh, <laughs> and of course, every time, like, you know, that's it's the easiest fix for us right now, right? Someone says, like, uh, oh, this fell off of this thing. What will I oh you've already glued it back on. Thanks, <laughs> hero. <laughs> Hold on, give me give me a few minutes. I'm I'm gonna make something crazy. <laughs> We're gonna get wild. <laughs> Let me go ahead and where do, where can I put this wheel to make it still work? Finding the the band member is harder than getting them to the gig. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, in real so, life, getting the band member to the gig is normally the hardest part. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what we need to do for each of these is, uh, well, we need to find the member for it. Uh, once we talk to the the lead conductor. They will give us a quest of saying, "Oh, we have this person here, and then we can go and find them and help them." When they come also the back, fairies like keep an eye out for a flute player. I'm totally down to flute solos. <laughs> uh, when we find them, they go back to like the base, which is near one of the um, stables, and then mm-hmm. there's a little puzzle to fix their caravan, whatever is bothering it, and then we need to take that caravan up to the great fairy um which there was one in the uh tundra that mm-hmm. that one i don't know i i was just doing it wrong i was just being dumb like it's just like yeah there was a path along one side but i was like <laughs> let's try yeah. the other way and then ended up failing a couple times because i was just like come on we can make this work and they just weren't yeah. having it They're like oh um, that's you're shaking the the GTA car too much. You're running into too many cars or whatever. <laughs> this is like nuts. I'm out of here. And then they all yeah. just like bail. Well, then I we thought get Tony the... vouched for you. You a terrible driver. <laughs> <laughs> but then we get the end of the Looney Tunes episode circle in to them where they're just like, ah, and then yeah. it just goes full black screen and kicks us back there. Um, you don't really have to like, do too much like it doesn't destroy the vehicle you made no because um, like no. i made an elaborate one and it failed because i didn't understand what i was supposed to do because you have to like float on the water for one of them and uh i just went the wrong way okay that one's like also just over the like the border of an area we went to and so well, I but was it's like, over the border i, I went there <laughs> and uh yeah well, we'll talk about that later, I guess. Uh, but no, um, the fairies. Yeah, yeah. So when we do that, they play a, they play a song for them, which is uh, what is the song? It's it's a version of the stable song, right? Mixed with something else. Um, I feel I can't bad tell for if it's not the Wind Waker this. song yeah, or it, not. Like I think it is the Wind Waker song. I think the violinist mm. is specifically playing like a couple lilts from. The Wind Waker theme song, um, but it's not like exact. No, know? it it's enough to get like to get the the nostalgia. The it's enough feel. to trigger the nostalgia. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like doing it. that. I think it's a yes. Oh, oh yeah. absolutely. Music, uh, once again, I love this band. Music in this game, just fantastic. Um, always, never been disappointed with the Zelda music. Um, so. When they're opened up, that does give us the ability to then upgrade our gear. To do so, we need certain kind of parts for each thing, and then you got to pay money for it. Each time you, um, for each fairy you unlock, they can only upgrade a thing maybe twice, I believe. Um, Uh, It's one tier per fairy. 
I, okay, so is it just one tier? Okay, okay. All together. So, so yeah, once one time you can you can upgrade them one time, and then you'll have to find another fairy before you can do the next mm-hmm. tier to upgrade. And uh, any of them can upgrade any of the tiers. It's just however many you have at that point is the maximum amount for any clothes. Mm-hmm. They have to share. They have a shared energy between them yeah. that when they're all awake, they can upgrade things more. They can harass Link further and further. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> those animations are just so weird. I mean, it's not only like we're not only being harassed; we're paying to be harassed. Like money is yeah. being exchanged for these goods <laughs> and these services. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, now we have the ability to upgrade our gear, making it a bit easier to to deal with certain things. Something like the Gleox are going to be easier to deal with, including uh, something that Tegan and I came across. Uh, are we? Can we? Can we say the the word? I guess. Are you guys okay with us saying this? Uh, okay. It's in our it's in our region. It's in our region. There's a floating yeah, island. Yeah, do it. Oh um, yeah. Uh, this Tegan, is go the ahead. second time it's in our Dekernish. region. There was one in Hebra also. Um, mm. They're King Gleox. Mm-hmm. They have three hmm. heads, just like the other ones, but each head is a different element. Yes. So you have to deal with the three different elements at once. That's nice. You get a you get a horn of each when you're done, though. Um, Where are you all finding these Gleox? Because the up in the sky. King Gleox. Well, this one sky. was up in the sky. Yeah. This is the first one I've seen like up on a skyland, I think. Mm-hmm. But um, there, there's a fire one over by one of those. Over by the edge of of Tabantha and and the Gerudo Highland region, we went into. Um, there's a well, we haven't been to the Coliseum, but there's a lightning one there. There's a Frost Gleok right by where the Great Fairy is. In yeah, Hebra. we ran past it. Yeah. while while doing the the Great Fairy mission. Okay, yeah, no. So that one I have seen from afar and avoided. Mm-hmm. Good, it seems like smart, a pain. very smart. Avoid. I'm. I'm like Brian is with the Lynels now with Gleox. Like I I have them figured out. The King Gleox, the problem that I had with it and my solution to it is so if when you're fighting them, if you're not super aggressive, their final phase, they Sucks. go up to the sky and they rain down whatever element is on you. Uh, mm-hmm. But in doing so, they give you the ability to rise up to them in some way. Fighting the King Gleok was hard because they were dropping ice and lightning at the same time. And so you would get on one of the ice things and then the lightning strike would hit you and knock you out. My solution that I had for it is when they were doing that, immediately focus on the lightning head and knock it out as they're going up. And then they won't do the lightning the other elements are just easy to take care of then. If like for me that was my my big once, issue is that I kept getting shocked in the middle of Once they get out of reach, like it is tough for me to get to get to them. Is there a way to close that distance without just spending a rocket shield? Uh that's well, no that's, well, that's what I saw smart. is some people yeah, some people were uh, uh they were saying this is the fast way to do it and that was give yourself a couple rocket shields yeah. and as they're going up you just need to like I said you need to be aggressive. If oh you, yeah, like because I miss them like half the time. Like I, I like this is the final phase. Uh, the the first one I killed in the game, uh, my weapons were weak enough that I had to do it in four phases, and so I never mm. triggered the final like their final freak out fly into the sky phase. And so the first time I saw that, I was like, this is just like, are they like, leaving? Vegeta 
is just like standing above like when did this happen i haven't seen this yet so uh like raining hell upon me mm-hmm. so i i use it's up tough to get them to sometimes i can't get them to, to before they do that um i use up a lot of key size when i do this too just to just to stun the heads as quickly as possible mm-hmm. Um, and I've, I've, and you know, you can use your elemental ones, right? You can use, you use your ice ones that will Im- quickly, if not immediately stun a fire head. Right? Yeah. Hmm. So keeping that in mind as you're doing it is good. Um, firing some more explosive things at them too is, is good to take out all three at once. There's different strategies to it, but it's really just about being aggressive with stunning them. And then Tegan, I know you, uh, you shared a little video of, uh, some yeah. funny things that can happen when you do stun them. Um, oh, yeah. so I, I stunned the one time I was trying to fight the King Gliok, I stunned it and it land, it dropped down from the sky where it was and it landed f- kind of funny on the island and it rolled off the island, and it <gasps> fell it all. Did? It fell all the way to the Gerudo Desert. <laughs> oh no! And then all you got a did. huge. I got, got a huge, huge chunk, chunk of, of HP off. out of there. It just went thump, and I was like, "Ooh!" <laughs> wow. <laughs> the video's funny. You need you like. Uh, you shared it with me. I think you should go and share it in the Discord. Uh, okay. With, with other people. Because I really uh, during this that same fight knocked him out of the sky and he had flown a bit outside of the mm-hmm. of the ring and but like I saw him the game moving him uh closer to the island as as or it as I don't it know falls. king he's a king I don't know right king fell to the ground yeah it definitely like rubber banding mm-hmm. <laughs> effect of moving him back to the mm-hmm. island. So. Yeah, and it definitely like That's it crazy. did that. It rubber banded him down to the island, but he landed weird on it, and so he just rolled, he ragdolled right off it. And I was like, yeah. whoa! Oh, no! There was, nothing, <laughs> there was no geometry for him. Like, he fell onto a flat surface, so there was no geometry for him to, like, mm. bounce off weird. I That's so cool. Yeah. So, BC, you, you have not fought like successfully a Gliok yet I assume I assume I haven't even like I've seen them I saw the one in uh the ice one from a distance and I was mm-hmm. like I should not fight that no um I still haven't killed that one because I'm just like gotta... that just doesn't look like a fun fight <laughs> yeah I fought uh Frox I fought Hinox I've fought Lionels but not successfully killed them because I don't know exactly what I'm supposed to do like what is the secret sauce I thought that there was something where you could get on the like Lionels back there is, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know what the, the mechanics of doing that, and I have failed at it multiple times. I just rather than <laughs> rather than cons- yeah, sh- stun them by getting them in the face. Uh, rather That's than consoling them like you would a normal horse or a bear or a deer, uh, you just start whacking the back of his head. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, See, and and uh, when you do that, uh, I'm pretty sure your ammo or your your ammo your weapon takes no degradation when you're on his back only so pull out your uh because like i said i was testing it with double moblin arms because those are like 56 but you only get 10 hits out of them and nope when you're on his back they would just they just lasted forever so it's the same way in breath of the wild so yeah pull out your strongest weapon and then put it away when you're fighting him (laughs) yeah so i I knew that there was something about getting on their backs, but I assumed that I had to paraglide down and like land on it. <laughs> oh, and I yeah. kept trying that and being like, oh, I don't know what is happening here. 
I'm just going to hit him with the hammer, which works until he touches me because everything still kills me in like one hit. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah you yeah, missed one backflip. I'll, I'll report back on uh, <laughs> take on adventures. Take on a Gleok. Find find a base gle- like find one of the fire ones. Yeah, um, one of the fire ones. P- get some good armor okay. on. Um, yeah. I Get some heat resistant stuff. Yeah, but. I wouldn't recommend fighting the uh, the ice gliok yet. Um, it's much easier with fire keys eyes, which I had traded enough from uh, Kilton to be able to take one out, and that's it. I got like four key eyes left, and that's it. And I'm just like, I'm hoarding these. I'm not using them. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but it. We're gonna be dealing with a like Gleox are all over the place. Like I've seen, I've seen six or seven different Gleox now, and if, that's that we're you, only halfway uh, through the map, so there's a lot of them. If you have like a gold bow, like uh, which is like thirty eight damage or something, uh, two shots to the eye will take them out. You do have to hop off of you know a structure or something like that in order to get enough time. But I've even if they're close to me. And not doing their stupid wing attack to get you away. Mm-hmm. Uh, just targeting the eye and firing off a couple shots. Uh, yeah, we'll take an eye out, and it, it's doable. Yeah. So I've, I've got a thirty strength bow. I can. Yeah, can you should. That and that, that's the thing. It's yeah, it's two it's eye shots will, will do it. It's intimidating, but like so many of these things in the game, like I was, t- you know, like I said earlier, I'm like Brian is with Lionel's now where Gleox are just like, all right, Ooh. let's do it. Come on. Um, I see the value in their horn because uh, I I was talking to Hylian and he's like, yeah, it's probably the best elemental thing you can have on a weapon, you know, uh, to, to get that elemental effect and mm-hmm. it doesn't need to recharge. Right. Um, so yeah, uh, those those are pretty good. Have you tried yet attaching a gliok horn to a boomerang? Ooh, might I recommend no. gliok horn blue boomerang? Excellent combo. <laughs> Very fun. Just I hate the boomerang. Tornado of elements. Just boom, boom, it's boom, so boom, much boom. work. Yes, of like throwing it and making sure you catch it. Like yeah, I mean so much work. It's an extra button press <laughs> timing. <laughs> I think I've also had situations where I've thrown a boomerang thinking it'll do something, and then it just, like, I, I think I tried to cut a rope or something with a boomerang, and it ended up just hitting the thing I was trying to cut and then falling off the skyland. Then and there it so goes, yes. Okay, I guess <laughs> I'm not using that ever again. Uh, I did want to say the King Leoc, when you do fight it, you get, uh, when you beat it, you get a Sage's Will. Ooh, yeah. um, okay. Which... We haven't. Uh, we barely talked about those, but that it's just I only another have two, upgrade. So I have the we, original one we talked about, and this one from King Glia. I have. I've four collected now. I've collected six. Okay. Um, when you get four, you can go to a goddess statue, and you can upgrade your connection with one of your sage heroes, like your your companions. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe you can only do it once per each one because I got another four and I couldn't do it right now. So okay. I'm guessing it's just each of them have, maybe there's only 16 out there, uh, totals. Is this, is this like, um, cutting down the, the timer or the, the refresh timer on it? I don't think it? so. I made that assumption before. It, it says it just makes it them stronger and I feel like it does because there's oh. been 
plenty of times that they'll just launch a bunch of arrows and it's just like really s- quickly stunning and taking out an enemy. And I'm like, okay, cool. That's great. I love um, Tulin. Tulin's so I would good. Like if, yeah. I would like he's if he so... shot more. He's my little well, buddy. Yes. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so uh, another thing in this area up in the sky, we'll talk about the sky right now before we get to the break. Um, the sphere. The moon. The, the moon. moon. The light moon. I tried to fuse it to a stick. Didn't work. The whole thing? The whole moon. <laughs> the whole moon? The whole mo- the whole I wanted moon. a moon on a stick, and then I wanted to bring it down. I thought it was going to be really funny, um, but no. It's like, an, it's like an Elden Ring weapon you get from right. beating that one lady. Exactly. Moon on a stick. Moon <laughs> on a stick. That's what I wanted, but no, it's not fusible, unfortunately. Um... You go inside of this thing, and we've got a light puzzle uh, that you can do, and you get a treasure. They're like, hey, I'm... light puzzles are going to be a thing in this area. Yeah. So, so here you go. I I had, uh, there's one little treasure chest in one of the floating Skylands that I was messing with that had the light receptacle on it mm-hmm. that you're supposed to direct the light on, but I couldn't, I was like, what am I supposed to do with this thing? And it gave you one of those stakes that you can stick in the wall. And I was like, am I just supposed to put this stake on the wall and stick it through <laughs> that hole? And it's like, this isn't doing anything. All right, I'm going to figure this out later. And then I did a light yeah. puzzle and I was like, oh, it's that same. It just needs light. That's all that thing is. Mm-hmm. Got it. Okay. And there are Zonai mirrors, I think, mm-hmm. that you can use. Yes. Yeah. I've only found one. The, uh, the, the, the shrine above Gerudo Town was how I was introduced to these. Mm. It's like there's a lot of different puzzles in the desert using light to be like, this is our motif here. Right. Remember the mirror shield? It was in the desert. Yeah, that you was can, fun. You can make a mirror shield? shield. Don't you miss that thing? Yeah. You're going <laughs> to miss it even more after this is done. <laughs> Ooh, I should yeah. fuse one to a shield. Yeah, do it. I well, That was I, the handiest thing for me for getting through that shrine in particular was I just fused okay. one to my shield and I would like walk into the beam of light and be like, can I position myself work? correctly? Go here? Yeah. It's next- or you could just use the ultra hand and move it however you wanted. Mm. Well, yeah, but if you need one <laughs> at any point yeah, on your back. I see, is that what you were going to say? And- I was just going to ask, are we talking about Gerudo Town 2 this episode? or No. No, okay. I was just saying I was introduced to them and because and, mm-hmm. there's a lot of different places around here where like lights are important. It's going to be here. Mm-hmm. Lots of lighting. No, there, there's a few temples or a few shrines in here that use the, the light puzzle. Like I came across two different ones, but then up in the Skylands too, there is, there's you know, a, a handful of things with that. And then I also found one uh, cave that in order to get to, you needed to use the, uh, you needed to get the light there, um, but you didn't have a mirror. You had to bring your own mirror, I believe, Ooh. and then you also had to be there at a certain time of the day because oh. that's only the time when the sun would come through. Oh, um, oh all right. Look forward. I to also that one. Uh, circling back, talking about light and timing and everything. I did figure out the Thundra Plateau. It has to do with the shadows that go through at a, at like noon on there, and you have to connect to the. It is unintuitive, and I looked. I had to look it up, and the okay. treasure underneath is great, and it's something I've been wanting. Um, but I was like, how am I? How was I supposed to know this? What yeah, around who, who here gave told us that me riddle? Nobody did. Like as far as I know, 
There's no sign anywhere. I think it's literally just, supposed to be the environment. You're supposed to look at it and assume something about is that. Is it set up like a clock? No. It's, I don't know. Like, I spent so much time reading it, and eventually I looked it up, and I was like, how? What about this told me that I was supposed to make I was this running around that shadow here? Like, I Just know. trying to find something. If you want yeah. me to tell you what it is, I can. No, uh, no, no. I mean, you basically told me that it's, yeah, it's a shrine quest from Breath of the Wild using the sun and and crap. So and yeah, everything so. that you use, the I'm, stuff that's all there on that. I'm gonna look on it that, up. on that plateau. <laughs> oh, on the okay. on the you don't need to go out of the circle. Everything that you need is in that circle uh-huh, around okay. you. Okay. So that's that's the last hint I'll give you on that. Okay. Ugh. There's actually one shrine I had a question about that I'm sure you all figured out, but. It's just like a shrine that's kind of in a lake, like on the edge of a, a pond, and there's no, I didn't see a way to activate it. It's just like there. Um, oh. Um, it's right by, like, it's like right past the Lionel and right near um, one of the Addison spots. Addison it's not ringing any bells place. for me. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't come across a quest a sh- you have to do. Is it is it like the actual stone is on there? It just doesn't have the zoni switch, or you the stone isn't there either. I don't no the stone's there. Like the big stone is there. Like it looks like a normal shrine, but then like there's, um, there's like thorns in front of it, and the thorns go into the water too. So I assumed like I was like, oh, maybe you had to set the thorns on fire somehow. Yeah, um, but you can't. You might you might be able to drain the lake. Like I've had a couple things where I've drained water or from, just from places. Just glide on in. It yeah, it's not a it didn't seem like a, a glide in situation. So. Okay. Everything's a glide in situation if you start at the Skylands. <laughs> <laughs> Every yeah, most of most of my situations have been glide in situations. <laughs> yeah, if I see thorns around a, a shrine, I'm like, where's a tree? I'm like, where's the closest Skyland? I will simply teleport up. Yeah. Or or yeah, I'll take a, a vacation first. Make my little get there. Make my little bike. Hover over. I'll, I'll send a pic in the in the chat and Tegan will be like, Oh yeah, I did that twenty hours ago. <laughs> <laughs> I have found so many Koroks you don't understand. They're great. They're my favorite little buddies. All right. Let's go ahead and take a quick break. When we get back, we're gonna talk about the tier memory that's in here. And uh, just a few other things that might be waiting for us in this region. It's just chill, a chill time. We're back. We do have a memory here. Let's go ahead and get into it. This one was like mostly on the side of a mountain. And so yeah. I was worried I was going to have to climb and like find some little spot to stand on. But fortunately, Glide in. it's a flat yeah. area. I intentionally yeah. started from the top. So, mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It was very close to the top. Um, was it close to the top? I thought it was close to the bottom. It, it was close know. to the top. Okay. Well, maybe it's close to wherever you glide in. It could move around. Who knows? I landed and I was like, all right, now we have to find the tier. And I turned around and it was literally right behind me. I just happened See, yeah, to I'm land wondering. in the right oh, spot. Nice. I was like, aha. Because I've had that happen before, too. I wonder if like it's actually not that hard to find them. Uh, this one is number seven, a, a show of fealty. Mm-hmm. Um, 
this was one of my favorites so far. This is where we like are properly introduced to Ganondorf, which is funny because it's like oh. so. This is this is number seven, and then in in the story, like this is this is the introduction of him as a as a probably. person or whatever. This is probably the first time he shows up. It's it's possible because mm. it's like we have number seven is this, and then number ten is him destroying everything yeah. and bringing the yeah. monsters in. Uh, so there's really there's only number nine in between to figure out where everything fell apart. <laughs> so we'll see what that number nine is eventually. Um, who who wants to describe number seven for us? I can I, I can go, go ahead for it, and describe it. Yeah. Um, so we see kind of the uh, the throne room situation. We have this procession of Gerudo uh, led by Ganondorf and. As it says, a show of fealty. They're all kneeling before the king and queen. Mm-hmm. And so Ganondorf's like, hey, I know we've ignored your um, ignored your treaties thus far, but we're here to sign up for the kingdom of Hyrule. We're so like excited to be here. This it sucks really that cool. all the Zonai are dead except for you and your sister. <laughs> um, <laughs> I bet when you showed up, we thought you all were gods, and now you're just the king of some random like kingdom nice. you created. <laughs> you're just a guy. Um, it's really cool what you've done for yourself, and and uh, yeah, you know, here's my knee. So this <laughs> is interesting because like this is the first time one that we've. Confirmed that Rauru is a Zonai, right? Didn't he? I don't think we've. S- I believe we knew that. I mean, I think that's kind of assumed. Like, he, I think it's assumed. I think but they, did they we, tell us. They have no. Told they us told us. They told okay. us earlier. I, for whatever reason, that felt like it was like uh, the first time it's been confirmed. Uh, um, but also his sister. That mm-hmm. that um, is new to me, at least. No, it's not. It's not. No, no he. No, uh, they. T- they they mentioned her in the second uh in the second memory that we got where Zelda's like showing up. He's like, Well let's the teacup. No, or... the second one where Zelda is looking over the Great Plateau, he's like, okay. Here's what we're gonna do. Like, we'll consult with my sister, Minoru. Like she Minoru. she'll know That's what's right. going on somehow. We haven't set we haven't met her yet. We though. have not we met have not her. Seen no. That is her. correct. We don't know what her deal is necessarily, other than being a Raru's sibling sister. of Raru. Yeah. And the other last Zonai. And probably that dragon lady from the trailer. I, I no, think this is that the was, first that time was they confirm that they're... Or, well, I don't know. Anyway. <laughs> this is Go the ahead. first time they tell us that there are for sure no other Zonai outside of Raru and Mineru. They all um, bounced. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bounced to the other side. <laughs> Above or below. Peace. Somewhere. <laughs> Deuces. Um, but this is the the sassiest exchange, and I think the weirdest part is, you know, it's clear that Ganondorf is, you know, being not facetious. He's being uh, there's what's the word for it? Snarky. Yeah. I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he's not not necessarily being facetious because he <laughs> he doesn't care. Uh, like if he re- like he's like yeah he's being snarky, sarcastic. Um. Like not since insincere, like openly. He's saying yeah. the right words, but the tone yeah. is incorrect, so you can tell he's like 
it's very much he lays one it all of those, real like, thick at the end yeah it feels like one of those like court uh like historical dramas you know where everyone's mm-hmm. saying things that sound nice but we all know they're calling each other like the nastiest words yeah it's like when they explain like a Shakespearean passage to you, and it's like, oh yeah, they were actually roasting everybody in the room. Mm-hmm. No, 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 politely. the thumb biting. That's you see, I was just about to say at, at the time, biting your thumb was the equivalent of mm-hmm. flipping someone off. Um, no, I love this Ganondorf. Like, this is the sassiest Ganondorf we've had. This, this is, is it's great. the most character just in this scene alone. There, there's more like characterization to this Ganondorf than we've had in pretty much in the others where all the other times there, he's, he's just brooding. That's always been his thing mm-hmm. where wind waker was like the most we ever got a, a humanization for him and like a reason for him being the ultimate evil thing. Um, and it was just him going, they just did the, the wind ruined really my windy. hometown. And that was You're like, that was the it. street. Yeah. It was really windy. <laughs> This this here, it's like we have him where like we don't even we still don't even know that much about him, but you can like read the subtext on like how he's he's showing up here of like, okay, yeah, you know, we're we're gonna show up to this king and this queen, so called. We'll do what they're saying for now, but like I'll I'll put my knee down because that doesn't mean anything to me anyway. Yeah, it's it's almost like they've just been getting letters out in the desert like can you leave us alone we're yeah. we're eating we're trying to reach you about our kingdom's extended regions yeah. <laughs> well, i i think the the thing that struck me like i said he's being so snarky and so often i feel like the zelda villains are kind of meant to be uh deceptive or sly like, oh, they were the king's advisor and they were secretly evil or mm-hmm. they like wooed the king. But here he's outright antagonistic, mm-hmm. even as he's pledging fealty. And as they leave, Zelda, in the greatest understatement of all time, <laughs> says, I don't know. He, there's something wrong about him. Even his name is kind of weird. I just imagine like some Marvel movie plot twist where like, or like, uh, detective movie plot twist where like they move something and like the name Ganondorf goes to Ganon. <laughs> like, and they're like, oh my gosh, it was there the whole oh, time. No. Well, it's like meeting someone to be like, hi, my name is Luciferson. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. oh, he's such a great guy. Something about your name seems odd to me, but I think you're an all right guy. Because <laughs> like she's she's had like a memory wipe. Is that what's going on? No, that's no. She <laughs> acknowledges, but the thing is, they only know the name Ganon. So she's hearing Ganondorf and being like, "Huh, that's weird." Yeah, and, that's but weird. like because and she you know knows, what? it also feels like there's some evil in that man's heart that we need to he's, like, he's like yeah, be I know. aware of. Yeah, and Rose like, just yeah, I like, know, but I want to keep them close. Right, yeah. I'm like, you know, keep your enemies close. So, like, the whole or, thing is, like, she's supposed to be able to sense darkness in people's hearts. And, like, she spent, what, like, a, a, a century, like, countless amount of time next with to that heart. Calamity Ganon. So you would think that she would be like, I know, I know this deal. But like, maybe he's just not there yet. Maybe maybe it is just, it just so happens that like at this moment, he's actually just like an okay guy that just cares about taking care of his own people. And then maybe in this cutscene that we see that he gets betrayed and that was the, the tipping point for him. I, th- I think the oxygen levels are just weirder in the past. And so she's just kind of <laughs> a little loopy and... 
And she's like, I know that name. I'm pretty sure I saw him try and kill me. Did you what? Did you go to this school in, t- in 2004? <laughs> where, where, uh, where were you? <laughs> let me check. Uh, let me check high rule book. I think we might have mutuals. Um, <laughs> Ganondorf from the from the dwarfs <laughs> from the family of dwarfs. Right from the Hyrulean dwarfs. The one, the one Gerudo born every hundred years. That guy. Yeah. Oh, right. you. Yeah. I heard so, of it. Tegan, mm-hmm. lore question. Mm-hmm. One, one Gerudo dude every hundred years or whatever. I was hoping you'd talk about this. Are they all Ganondorfs, or is there an occasionally a Ganondorf that is Doesn't one of those? Suck. Every every Gerudo male that we have encountered has been Ganondorf. Yeah. We have not met a non-Gerudo male Ganondorf. Like just, we, haven't, we haven't met a we haven't guy. met a Gerudo male who was not Ganondorf, <laughs> I should say. Right. Um, so is, is Ganondorf maybe just the Gerudo male name? Like if you only have one at a time, theoretically, maybe you just have a name for that thing that is the only dude. I mean If that's the case, I understand why the Gerudos are upset with everybody else, where they're just sort of like, Yeah, it's our name, and you guys turned it into the worst thing ever. You guys turned mm-hmm. it into just the the name that nobody wants to say. And it's like, you know what? Screw you guys. We're not gonna let any of you people out. The Gerudo you know turned I mean? it into the name that nobody else wants to say. Right. <laughs> well, which came first? Did was that a title before? And then it just like it just keeps happening. Unfortunately, yeah, but we we have to keep with tradition. And the and the, of course the the high Rulians are like, well, I don't know, it's it's a Ganon something. Oh, meanwhile, th- there's some bad poor, guy is the Ganon something. There's some poor well, royal knight who's like wife is given birth. He's got blonde hair and blue eyes, and it's just like I'm gonna name him Link after that hero. And it's just like you've mm. cursed our son. He's Link now. <laughs> He's great. Good. We job. are going to die in the next seven years. What's wrong with you? Fam- <laughs> yeah, fairy immediately flies into the window of the house. Yeah, I I don't know. Like I know this is very like questionable in ancient Egypt, but if the Gerudo produced a dark messiah every hundred years, I would simply not invite them to the kingdom. <laughs> or, or if they just produced a dude a hundred every hundred years who had that name, and a few times he turned out to be the dark messiah, but he still has that name. Maybe I'd, just, I'd consider the- changing the name first, and then maybe considering... The Gerudo having a one dark messiah for, by any other name. The, if the dark messiah, if we if we if we have the Gerudo king, right, and we give we give birth to the Gerudo king, and we name him Johnson, Dave. right, Dave, yeah. And if Dave still becomes the ultimate evil, then we know the problem is the Gerudo king that's born every hundred years <laughs> is the dark messiah. Yeah. Not only if we name him Ganon or Ganondorf does he become the dark can, messiah. So do we, we add the dwarf later? So is it Davendorf? <laughs> We're getting into some real we, deep Malcolm Gladwell like pseudoscience. Here. <laughs> we also have to consider that maybe some of those Ganondorfs just weren't successful. They were just really bad at like taking over everything. And uh, they were so bad they, they didn't require just, the hero spirit to be summoned. Yeah, They're just no, like, not at all. Yeah, things have to align. That's all. Um, but I also want to talk about something. This is something that just popped in my head because in the past with the Gerudo. Let's talk like starting with, you know, Ocarina of Time. Uh, in my mind, because I've just been a flaming liberal for so long, whether I knew it or not, in my mind, the Gerudos reproduced amongst themselves. And then every once in a while, they every hundred years, there would be one that was different. This one 
sort of really takes a stand on the whole heteronormative thing that clearly the Gerudos at some point like their uh what's what's the thing the Amish do where they go off uh yeah. <laughs> rum springer yeah when they go they go off to find a mate um it, yeah and then, then they come back and they're pregnant and everything so this one establishes that more than anything else but that is something well, the, that i used to think breath of the wild too yeah yes yes so th- th- i count the you know i'm still counting these at the same yeah, point yeah. together right uh it's just never i've never talked about it but it's something that in my mind previously the Gerudos just reproduced in a, in a different way than other species miyamoto would be like don't ask um, <laughs> but like who I said, told it, you that there was every hundred years like well i don't know take that out that's probably what he would have said like <clears throat> yeah miyamoto who, who well, came don't up with him. this huh don't ask miyamoto about lore no but like the <laughs> whoever hit you know whether it was koizumi or, or whatever that hid the like well there's maybe there's only one of them every hundred years miyamoto would be like take that out do you understand like no this is the kind of thing i'm trying to avoid yeah becoming like ridiculously I'm, canon i'm just trying to go over to america to see some of their stuff that i like and then everyone's going to ask me about how the gerudos reproduce and i don't want to talk yeah about it. <laughs> just, they're just a bunch of ladies who cares okay just <laughs> in ocarina of time it yeah. is said that the lack of males among the Gerudo is countered by turning to males from other races. Mm-hmm. Okay. But also in Ocarina of I... Time, they're described as a race of uh, thieves. And so I think the idea is like they steal men. They did. I That's thought that true. was the they case. Did, like, I thought capture, that they just like they did, raided. Yes. They raid men. They, raid, they, they no. kidnap the dudes. And then. No, that was, they, they had a building uh, infrastructure project that just passed and they needed <laughs> four carpenters yeah i mean my whole it was a combination <laughs> i guess it was a combination of my lack of reading and me needing to throw some gay agenda and everything <laughs> it would be amazing but unfortunately in uh, it, at least in by the by the time of breath of the wild and tears of the kingdom uh it is they they form consensual relationships with these men they get married they have children and then yes. eventually um they like move back to gerudo town mm-hmm. to learn fortunately about the Gr- gerudo fortunately the great fairies have always sort of balanced that out of making it just real fabulous in general so there's still always that <laughs> anyway so yeah um we get this scene it's done uh one of the other things i want to point out is in the shot now, I don't know if there's... I assumed that this is supposed to be Ganondorf eyeing the tears that they're all holding, but we do just get the shot goes to each of their tears as they're talking, and then it just cuts back to Ganondorf. Not necessarily like... I don't think the, the, the shot was done explicitly well to show that, but I think that was the idea. The, like, yeah. As, like, they, Ganondorf is interested in those things. That's mm-hmm. what they wanted you to see was... Right. They have them, he don't. Um, he want one. So he want that one, <laughs> but yeah, that that wraps up this scene here. Um, and you which, know, Robert, which the Robert, only thing kind of on that tear note is that I I was wondering. It's like, all right, well, he doesn't seem to have a tear, but like there clearly is a Gerudo tear. So who has it? Is there? Is that clear? I don't know if that um, rule is clear necessarily. I thought that we saw a little Gerudo in, in the little. Yeah, in the Rito cutscene where they're telling us about the sages, they're like me and the oh. sages, and they show the other sages, and there is very clearly a Gerudo woman among the other sages. 
Yeah. It's like me, the um, other sages, and Zelda. <laughs> We're just okay. having a party up here. I just, I think I just had a breakthrough on Ganondorf's motivation then. He's not going to be good enough to actually earn the tier. Because we've talked about what it requires to become a sage, right? And Ganondorf is probably going to believe he should become a sage. And then he gets rejected because he's <laughs> actually not good of heart. And that probably really upsets him. Turns out you're evil. I'm going to guess that's a part of his motivation. Mom said it was my turn to be the sage. <laughs> no, <laughs> no. <laughs> Do you look at the rules. Rules say you can't. Rules say I can. I am the one. No. I'm the one Gerudo male. And I get to be special. Give me the, give me the I tier. Got the give me it. I got the expansion that lets me have the rules. <laughs> oh. Uh, so dumb. Can't just be <laughs> yeah, like yeah. a real real piece of work alpha male type is just on brand honestly just oh yeah the, <laughs> the motivation the most... is toxic masculinity oh yeah <laughs> how's it a five-year-old uh let's see anything else to talk about in this region we have another one of those uh underground underground tower uh Skyview Tower situations. Oh yeah, we do need. To, yeah, we should talk about that because that was. I thought that was pretty fun. The Skyview Tower was buried in yeah. snow, um, and so we had to take a little detour to get there. I thought that was really fun. Yeah, we had to take a little uh, little cruise. Um, I don't know if you were expected to just like time your boat going underneath the tower to ascend up. Um, eventually, but but I think eventually, yeah. Luckily, there were. Um, there are ice fruit. There's ice fruit right by the end yeah. of that, that tunnel. But the thing I thought was weird was that the flow of the water, like the current kept going. So I had to use so many ice fruit to just like get something stuck <laughs> so that I could stand there long enough to actually <laughs> right. send up. I glued a bunch of stuff together and made, you know, th that, that's been my thing. If I, if I need to, <laughs> I do it the most ridiculous way of putting everything together to make this huge mass of stuff but i'm like i can climb it i can climb it yeah. and it'll st it'll get stuck somewhere and that's what i do with this is because there's a couple boards at the beginning too and i glued a bunch of those together and so it was just like this is gonna get stuck on stuff it's just how it is and that's what i want it to do because that'll let yeah. me get to a place that i want to be yeah I had, also a, I had a big enough boat that uh that i spawned in that immediately just got stuck in in between two things and swam out to it <laughs> you just spawned this cruise liner and just <laughs> yeah i just it got something big hole. enough to to wreck the area <laughs> <laughs> i'm still going with long bridge that is i big. love long bridge long bridge has I been my never favorite. get long bridge to fit i got so i made my own long bridge out of ice i did the okay. whole fuse Fuse it to a thing, make a new ice thing. I just fused them all together to make long ice oh, bridge okay. that I could then run across. No problem. I'm thinking of the schematic for. Oh long yeah, bridge. no, there I just a... I replicate long bridge schematic with other tools okay. that are I see. easier. But I do have long bridge schematic that I do occasionally use. It's just too thick. <laughs> it's a thicky bridge. It's big. Yeah. I'm gonna make new long bridge out of wood, and then it'll be. I'm gonna save that as an auto build. <laughs> Mm. I I love when you're manipulating those on like the X and Y axis, and if it's really long, it, there's a delay sometimes to it circling around, and then yeah. you're just like, I don't know where it's actually going to end up. I hit so many. Oh, it pushed me out of the way, and now I fell. Oh, great! <laughs> when I when I raise it up, and it goes, <laughs> <laughs> and it just like shoot, and then it like 
gets stuck in the ceiling and tries to like compress it back down. I'm like, no. Oh, I, I told the chat that uh, Thicky Bridge is now my jazz alias. <laughs> <laughs> we need that needs to be the recurring joke. Is whatever the phrase is is the new band name. Oh man, like you know, he's he'll be he'll be he'll be playing along, and then he gets to that Thicky Bridge. That's where he gets his name from. <laughs> the new album by Clarence Thornton and Thicky Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> ah, yeah. So that one's cool, and I like I like whenever you teleport back to it because you were just like encased in this like ice dome that just that all you can do is just go into the entrance of it and launch yourself up there. I like how Clarence Thornton is somehow an even jazzier <laughs> name than Thicky Bridge. <laughs> like it just <laughs> it just inherently is. Alright, no, sorry. Go ahead. Uh anything else? Um my favorite thing now, and this is something that I, I struggled with in the Hepper region, but now it's happening more, is um I'll unlock a shrine and then if I'll leave the area, forget where that shrine was, and be like, oh, yeah, that's about the place I want to teleport to. Teleport, and that's like, oh, this one's the underground one that's impossible to reach. Dang it. <laughs> yeah. I've teleported to the wrong spot, even though it's the most, co- it's the closest spot. It's no longer the most convenient spot. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, in this region, I found there's a chasm opening, which I assume is the chasm reference from the previous game. Uh, right next to the the Yiga clan hideout, but I went up to the door and I couldn't do yeah. anything. So we can't. Yeah, we can't do anything yet. We need to get the Yiga outfit. Like that's uh, that's gonna mm. have to be something we'll circle back around I to. I have one is. piece, so we don't have uh, the gear that we need to go in here. So we'll have to circle back around to the the Yiga hideout later. Mm. I did I did drop in to the place in Breath of the Wild where we fought um, Master Koga. And mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's still the big opening, but now it is just a, a chasm down into the depths, so you can go down to there. I thought there would be something more interesting at the bottom of it, but it's clear it's like this is just where they started and they've moved on since then. I I was afraid to drop in there because I thought it would start that like big sequence where last time when he ran away, um, sort of thing. And no, I stumbled into him in a different area. Yeah, um, I. I dropped in there and there's a bunch of materials and I immediately made this super fancy car, but it's like on a, like on a ridge. So you're at the top of this hill. So all I did was just like end up flipping my car like five (laughs) times and I got frustrated and just left. (laughs) I, I see why uh, going forward, I see why they're so into cars because, um, the desert is very flat, and so I I imagine the, from what I've just uh, uh, walked around in Gerudo Desert depths, uh, also pretty flat terrain. So having a car is great here, and maybe not so much anywhere else in the game. Anything else in this region? Um, I did find I I wanted to see if she was still there. Our beautiful, very tall lady, our mm. giant woman. Number eight. Yeah, she's still there. Um, yeah. I can't do anything with her at this time, but she's still right. there. She's beautiful. She's got some new paint on her, which is very mm. nice. I uh, can't wait to see what that's about. And uh, her sword has a Gleok near it instead of a Lionel this time. Yeah, so. it's great. It's great. Great. Hate yeah. that for me. <laughs> I took a picture of her because <laughs> I was like, somebody's going to want to see this. Click. 
Someone didn't want to see it. They're, yeah, yeah. People are always interested. I don't in that. think anyone's gonna want to see it, and I'm disappointed. <laughs> but like last time, someone really wanted to see her. So like, I'm hoping. Didn't they give us some sweet boots? Yeah, they gave us some that? sweet boots for that. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping. I want those boots. All right. Uh, let's go ahead and wrap up this episode. Uh, for the next episode, we're gonna go into the Gerudo Desert. We are gonna go check in on the Gerudos. Uh, We'll we'll see what we got to do to get in there because we're still we're still uh, a vo, and they don't want us in there. So yeah. we'll we'll figure that out. But uh, get to the point where you raise the temple up. Uh, we're gonna take that's where we're gonna wrap up for the next episode. So get there, go explore. There's a huge desert to explore here. So uh, feel free to run around, hit some shrines, go underground too. There's some cool stuff underground as well. Do all that, and then meet me back here, and we'll talk about it on Chat of the Wild. Zava. As Ben Folds once said, we can be happy underground.